1: At Luckylandslots.com.
0: Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group, Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. This is Football Social Daily,
1: Premier League podcast.
0: Welcome to Football Social Daily, your Premier League podcast from the sport social team. Five days a week, we tackle all of the biggest top flight talking points. On tomorrow's show, we'll be in conversation with Manchester United Champions League winner Wes Brown. Hit subscribe and you won't miss that, including the time Wes was hit with a cricket bat by Sir Alex Ferguson. That's a true story, by the way. All of that to come on tomorrow's show, but on a Tuesday, we like to delve a little deeper into the big stories in the Premier League. And even though Jesse Marsh has been sacked by Leeds United, there was no bigger news on Monday in English football than the Premier League, alleging that Manchester City Football Club have breached their financial rules as many as 100 different times between the years 2009 and 2018. These accusations are off the back of a four-year-long investigation. Manchester City, of course, have been hit by sanctions in recent times, including where in 2020, after being banned from the Champions League by UEFA, they took their case to the Court of Arbitration for Sport and ended up having that European ban overturned. But this is unprecedented. We've never seen the Premier League accuse one of its own clubs in this way before, so we've needed to draft in the experts. And thankfully joining us on today's episode from The Price of Football,
1: Kieran Maguire. How are you doing, Kieran? It's been a busy day.
0: (laughs) I bet it has. I bet you've been absolutely non-stop. Now, I mentioned just briefly there what has happened with Manchester City in terms of what the Premier League has accused them of I said it was unprecedented and we're in uncharted waters here would that be fair? Because in my memory I can't remember a time where the Premier League has ever accused one of its own clubs in this manner
1: We've not seen anything of this nature before Uh, there have been rumours of investigations into other clubs which have not crystallised into anything anything Uh, Major. Um, There have been uh, fines for clubs before, if if you remember uh, Queen's Park Rangers when they were promoted to the Premier League in 2014, but that was more to do with the breaches of sort of traditional financial fair play issues. Um, Leicester and Bournemouth have both been fined for breaches of financial fair play, but they've tended to be quite narrow. Um, nothing to the extent of the the 100 charges that have been levied against Manchester City.
0: So what exactly is it that Manchester City have been accused of here by
1: the Premier League? I think we can narrow it down to three things. First of all, um, if, if we take a look at financial fair play, financial fair play is your income less your costs and that you, you can't lose more than one hundred and five million pounds. The accusations levied at City is that first of all they've artificially inflated the money coming into the club. So yeah, you know, it's well known that you know it's the Etihad Stadium. City have been sponsored by Etihad Airways. Um, s- some people are claiming that uh, instead of Manchester City being sponsored by Etihad Airways, some of the sp- some of the inverted commas sponsorship income has come from the club owner. And that wouldn't normally be allowed for FFP purposes. So first of all, inflating the income coming in. Secondly, if we look at the costs, there's been allegations that Manchester City have been paying people, say, £2 million a year, and then somebody else has been paying them perhaps another £2 million. And that's really for a no-show job. We don't know whether that's true or not, but You know the the Premier League has certainly made that its its uh, its viewpoint, and the third is you 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 mentioned that it's been an investigation which has taken more than four years. People might be asking themselves why, and the Premier League has said, "Well, actually, nothing to do with us. It's all Manchester City's fault. They have delayed, they have prevaricated, they have found hurdles." You know, the, the photocopy has not been working for six months. Yeah, You know, Yeah, you know, you know, I'm just making it up. But, you know, the, the, they have deliberately slowed down uh, the Premier League's uh, attempts to uh, speed through this uh, this process. And therefore, they've not conducted themselves in, in what the Premier League refers to as utmost good faith.
0: So a couple of years ago when UEFA imposed their sanctions on Manchester City, City were able to take the case to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. It's our understanding that this time Manchester City won't be able to do that because it's against Premier League rules, but the Premier League are the ones bringing the case. So what's different this time than to three years ago with what we saw with UEFA?
1: Well, I I think there are are a few things that we ought to note. First of all, there was an accusation that... UEFA were the accuser, they were the prosecution, they were the judge and the jury. And and therefore, uh, Manchester City didn't get a fair hearing. And that's why they took their their defence to the court for arbitration for sport, which was overturned on a a two-for-one majority. Um, So I think that's the first thing to note. Um, Secondly, I think we we need to be aware that uh, UEFA and the Premier League operate under different rule books, um, which could strengthen the Premier League's position here compared to UEFA's. Under UEFA rules, we have what's referred, to, what's referred to as a statute of limitations. And that says that any evidence which is more than five years old cannot be used as part of the prosecution case. And there was evidence, uh, apparently, in relation to to Manchester City's uh, case. Remember, Manchester City's accusations from the Premier League go back to 2009. Um, That won't be the case in in respect of the Premier League. Any evidence, regardless of age, could be used to uh, satisfy the the prosecutor. Secondly, um, if you take a look at the small print of the Premier League handbook... Um, if anybody can't sleep, by the way, Premier League handbook, <laughs> great place to go to. Um, so I, I wasn't sleeping the other night, and, and, and I stumbled across rule W78. And, and what W78 says is that it doesn't matter where the evidence comes from, because in relation to UEFA's claims against Manchester City, um, that all followed a Portuguese hacker who produced what he claims to be emails from Manchester City's staff to one another, uh, which did indicate uh, uh, misfeasance. Under the the Premier League handbook, that, that is perfectly acceptable evidence. Provided it is reliable and provided it is relevant. Now, I'm sure that Manchester City's lawyers will say, "Hold on, it's been hacked. How can we be certain that it's it's these are real emails and so on?" Um, but uh, it does mean that there is more flexibility. It would appear on the Premier League side in in respect of these allegations.
0: So obviously this is a four-year-long investigation and it relates to a nine-year period between 2009 and 2018. Of course, 2018 is now five years ago and it's taken a while for these allegations to be put forward by the Premier League. So I would imagine on that basis, if it's taken them four years to put together this case, so to speak, it's going to take a while for it to be resolved either way. Would you agree?
1: One would imagine so because Manchester City will say, first of all, this has come as a complete shock to us. And, and by all accounts, that is the case. Um, therefore, they will want to see the allegations in detail and they will want time to put together their defence. Uh, apparently, it's going to be an independent commission. Um, and is there an option for an appeal, even if it's not to Cass? could Manchester City could say well hold on you know the law of the land overrides effectively a sports commission um you know could they take it to a higher court should they be found guilty that's something for, for a we don't know the outcome, so be, we could be talking about a, 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 a non-issue here uh, secondly they'd have to take legal advice and then you'd end up going to a, a, you know, a high court or, or similar so um, it, it's going to to drag on. I think the only thing we can be confident of is that the accountants and the lawyers are going to be rubbing their hands with glee with regards to this because it's going to be a very detailed. It's going to be a very forensic. Uh, it, it's going to be a, a very laborious process. Um, and you know that that's appropriate. You know we, these are serious allegations. Manchester City uh, feels that it has been slighted. Um, by these allegations and and therefore it will take all necessary steps to defend itself.
0: You mentioned serious accusations and the amount of alleged breaches is up and around the 100 mark. We're not sure exactly how many there are, but we know it's it's around that 100 figure which is a significant amount of breaches and i know we're speculating here but let's just say things don't turn out the way manchester city want them to how significant could the punishments be how severe could the punishments be because as you've mentioned you touched upon qpr they had a points deduction we've seen other clubs have points deductions could we see things get that serious for manchester city where we're talking about points deductions and possible even expulsion from the league
1: um the the premier league tariff is there, there is no recommended figure. So, um, you know, we have seen in relation to cases in the EFL where there is an effective tariff of points deductions depending upon how far clubs go above the uh, the FFP limits. Um, I think everything is is potentially available depending upon the conclusions reached by the Commission. So it could be they exonerate Manchester City, they could say you're... Your admin work is is a bit shoddy. Wrap across the knuckles could be a financial penalty. Then I think we move to to points deductions. Then we move to demotion. Then we move to potentially saying that titles won um, during this period of time should be uh, should be lost. Now I think those are very very severe uh, ones. And you know, Manchester City, could they be kicked out of the Premier League? nothing's off the table um i don't think there's any indication that anybody's pressing for anything of that severity Man- manchester city have yeah, got a big stadium they've got a big squad they- they've they- they've contributed towards the quality of of the football but um football is a football is not a very friendly industry um we- we've seen that before when when Manchester City were charged by UEFA, that there were eight or nine clubs in the Premier League at the time that effectively wrote to UEFA and says, go for it. Yo. And everybody's acting in self-interest. Um, if Manchester City end up with a large points deduction, then the chances are they're not going to qualify for, you know, for the Champions League, which means that another club potentially can get in the Champions League. You see, everybody's going to do what they consider is best for their club. Um, and uh, one, of the, one of the accusations um, that, that is made by the Premier League, one of, uh, one of the breaches, is that in all matters uh, relating to the league, uh, clubs should uh, act in utmost good faith. Um, and to me, that seems quite spurious because I don't want my club to operate in utmost good faith. I want my club to win. Um, and, and we see that on the pitch. Yeah, every every time, every time a player fakes a foul, every time a player, a group of players surround a, a referee. Well, they're not acting in utmost good faith towards the betterment of football. Um, so some some of the some of the claims do seem a, a little bit tenuous. Um, but uh, everybody will be doing what they think is best for their club. And if Manchester City get thrown under a bus as part of this, then so be it.
0: Yeah, and we are speculating a little bit here, but in true spirit of football fandom, I saw one Manchester City fan say, well, if we are docked 15 points, at least we'll still be above Liverpool in the table. So that made me <laughs> laugh. And I think that, that goes to show, doesn't it, exactly how some people are, t- are taking this. Kieran, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you as ever. I'm sure you'll be discussing this uh, a fair bit more on your podcast, The Price of Football.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, the, the producer has uh, has ripped up the uh, <laughs> the, the diary for, for, for our next show. I think we were going to originally lead with Morecambe, um, but it's another club beginning yeah. with them. But, but Morecambe will be covered as well.
0: <laughs> Alphabetical order. We'll get there next. We'll get yeah. there next. Kieran, great to talk to you as ever. You can find Price of Football on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever it is you get your podcast. Great to talk to you and catch you again soon.
1: Cheers, bye. All the best. Football
0: Social Daily is a voice work sport production for the Sport Social Podcast Network.
1: It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with
0: Victoria Cash.